Good evening, D-Class. Normally, we do not inform you of what you are about to partake in, but today it is an important part of the testing procedure. You will be listening to several other descriptions of other SCPs, which may or may not frighten you, and you will write down all of your emotions. Question. For the purposes of this... Yes, D-1450. Which one of them can I shove up my ass? Uh, none, D-1450. You cannot shove any of these SCPs up your ass. Uh, excuse me? Excuse me? Mm, yes, D-1220. Is mayonnaise an SCP? Uh, the last SCP we tested you on was not mayonnaise. The one before that was also not mayonnaise. The first one you tested was mayonnaise. None of the other ones have been mayonnaise. No, uh, I got a question. Wasn't mayonnaise in the water? Wasn't it one of the bodies in the water? Uh, yes, D2222. What is it? Yeah, I got a question. Yes, D2222. I'm doing with SCPs. Can I play some more Fortnite? Uh, why did we stick the anomalous frog in his throat? Why did we do that? Why haven't we gotten it out? The frog I shoved up my ass? Fuck it. Fuck it. Begin the tests. I don't care anymore. That's right. It's time. It's an SCP episode. Mm-hmm. Welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon, the only podcast that reads SCPs on the internet. Apparently. The only one. Yep, no, the only one. No, there's more. No. No, no we're the only we're one. The only, we're the only one. We are the only ones, yes. So. Who wants to start? That's what I was going to say. Too bad. I, I said it for it. And better. Hmm. I found a really short one today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Should I go first? Yeah, go sure, ahead. Sure. Post it. All right. Tantalize us. SCP-TTKUJ, which is a thing that kills you. <clears throat> the summary of uh, SCP-TTKUJ's desires is written in image <laughs> form. Uh, the picture... Of a man with a red X uh, next to the word you. There's a finger pointing to you on the ground uh, to the man now rotated 90 degrees as if he is lying on the ground with a green check mark next to the word dead. Damn. Object class Keter because it can and will kill you. Special containment procedures. SCP-TTKUJ is contained in a reinforced standard containment cell at area 0000 far away from you. Whom it wants to kill. Is Due this to the, the fact first that SCP, SCP that we've ever done on the podcast? I think it might be. I, I think know. we did the just... Keter, Keter, Keterist one. The one that's just like a parody of all the Keters, where it's just like... Oh, yeah. It's in like a 200,000 <laughs> mile long kill cube or whatever. Maybe, I don't Maybe. know. I wasn't there for that if we did. Continue. <clears throat> I, hear, SCP... I hear someone fidgeting with something. Sorry, I have Skittles. SCP-TTKUJ is a very dangerous thing that desires to and has the means to kill you. SCP-TTKUJ is to not ever be handled by you specifically. This containment method would render you effectively immortal as far as SCP-TTKUJ's killing you objective is concerned. SCP-TTKUJ is a thing that kills you. Though murder is an illegal action in every national jurisdiction on earth condemned in most religious scriptures and generally looked down upon, SCP-TTKUJ as an entity has no regard for any rule against killing you and has the means to do so in multiple ways. 
This includes, but is not limited to, use of a weapon to kill you, use of a torture device to torture you, and then kill you, use of its own bear <laughs> to kill you, and listing the aid of different thing that also kills you as a means to kill you, killing you until your life functions cease, then continuing to kill you, use of an anomalous means to kill you, and data expunged <laughs> you. In the event of a total containment breach of SCP-TTKUJ, <laughs> the inevitable result will be a URK class, you are about to be killed event, followed by a UHK class, you have been killed scenario. As you are presumably a thing that should not be killed, the latter scenario is to be avoided at all costs. <clears throat> Good morning, SCP. Good morning, SCP-TTKUJ. I hope you're doing well. Can I be SCP-TTKUJ? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. You No, we can't allow you to do that. Well, I figured as much. But still, it would still be very nice if you let me stick a shave and do a reptile drop this very minute until your heart stops. Leave me. There's some, there's I... some beeping on somebody's mic that's picking up, and I don't know who is. I don't know. Oh, well. Oh, believe me, I have felt the same way about getting stabbed so many times. Come out in the south? Mm. Not quite. Man, I could go for some good old-fashioned you murder right about now. Isn't there anything else that you think about? I want to take a knitting. Oh. Well, that's harmless enough. Well, just I can lure you into a false sense of security. Then when you least expect a band, one leading needle in each eye as I tear your heart out with my teeth. Oh, this conversation is going nowhere. My dog is freaking out in the background. Should we just stop for a bit? No, we should be good. Obviously not. We haven't murdered you yet. If you hypothetically could kill me, what do you intend to do afterwards? Oh, now the other dog is upset. Oh, I kind of want to start a grindcore outfit. What would it be called? Follow that you. We're done here. God made me a bizarre image. Yeah, that was beautiful. I love that. that was most certainly an SCP. That was uh, most certainly an yeah. SCP, probably from the late. Uh, oh no, that was was made in 2019. Yep, it says 2015. It was uh, last uh, edited 2019. It's according to the the addendum. It's probably made in 2015. Do you well, want me to go it, next? Sure. Mine's mine's uh, a surprise one. Mine's I kept it a secret on purpose. Sure. So before we start this, what are your guys' thoughts on the dentist? The dentist? Like like, like Yeah. Like from like going. No, like going to the <laughs> No, like uh, going to the dentist. I don't like the uh, smell. I never like the smell of going to a dentist. Every dentist place always smells the same and it's always awful. Statistically speaking, this SCP is going to upset one person who listens to this episode. Like Todd from Jacksonville, who knows what he did. Yeah, fucking Todd from Jacksonville. What an asshole. I can't believe you, Todd from Jacksonville. 
Anyways, I picked SCP-5150. Object Class Euclid. Site Responsible, Site 334, Director Ford Cliff. Research Head Bobby Daniel. Assigned Task Force, MTF Psi-28, Tongue Biters. Oh my god, my dogs are freaking. They do not like the Tongue Biters. This is going to be the most scuffed episode of all time. Thanks, dogs. Special Mm. Containment Procedures. Also, there's a photo of it. If anyone is looking. It's a yes, building. It's, it, yeah, it's just a, a shot of a building. SCP-5150 is currently contained within Provisional Site-334, a disinformation campaign, as well as a cover story for Provisional Site-334 concerning a falsified Hops Railroad Company has been established to hide the existence of SCP-5150 and related media, including poster advertisements, social media posts, and newspaper articles from the general public. How information about SCP-5150 continues to spread remains under investigation. In the event of unauthorized access to SCP-5150, all personnel are required to be detained and immediately transferred to the on-site infirmary after successfully exiting. Once all of their excess teeth are removed and stored within the infirmary storage room, personnel are to be evaluated and debriefed before administered C-class amnestics. All on-site personnel who attempt to engage with SCP-5150 are required to carry one candy bar containing at least 35 grams of sugar at all times. Description. SCP-5150 is a dental office located outside the northwestern perimeter of Indianapolis, Indiana. SCP-5150 measures approximately 140 square meters with the interior of the building measuring 115 square meters. The only distinguishable feature of SCP-5150's exterior is an electrical sign above the front of the entrance building, which reads Dr. John Hendricks, DDS. SCP-5150's interior includes six rooms where SCP-5151, 5152, and 5153 instances reside. SCP-5151 is an entity that occupies the reception desk with an SCP-5150. The physical characteristics of SCP-5150 resembles standard humanoid features with the exception of its oral cavity. SCP-5151's maxillary and mandibular bones are disfigured and mutilated with the regions expressing properties that include missing incisors, extra canines, and bleeding gingiva. Is it gingiva? Gingiva? Sergio? Gingiva, like gingiva, is gone. Your gingiva. SCP-5151's anomalous attributes manifest once it's in protection. Once it is in possession of human teeth. Once the task is complete, SCP-5150 will insert these teeth into its mouth. The current reason behind this phenomenon is under investigation, with current information concluding that it is intended for the for correction of the entity's oral cavity. Research towards understanding how the forced insertion of human teeth benefits SCP-5151 and SCP-5152 instances is underway. Subjects entering SCP-5150 are required to interact with SCP-5151 before continuing or exiting the building. SCP-5151 has been observed to express aggressive behavior towards human subjects. SCP-5152 instances are dental hygienists who have been observed in all sections of 5150, including the waiting area. 5152 instances exhibit similar physical and anomalous properties to SCP-5151. These instances have been observed to attack human subjects until they are successfully able to apprehend them. Once apprehended, SCP-5152 instances will transfer subjects into an open examination room where they will physically restrain them onto an operating table 
SCP-5152 incidents will carry traditional dental instruments on their person at all times, which they can use as weapons. SCP-5153, other known as Dr. John Hendricks, has been observed in SCP-5150's three examination rooms in its personal office. The current research focus is to ascertain the cause of SCP-5153's anomalous abilities. With the available information, it has been concluded that SCP-5153's three has the, the ability to manifest extreme cases of hyperdontia in human subjects. These manifestations do not occur naturally, with SCP-5153 being observed, observed to insert teeth from an unknown source directly into the subject's mouth. Once 5153 successfully operates on a human subject, it will attempt to give them a bag containing miscellaneous over-the-counter oral health care products. Subjects are required to take this bag before exiting the building. And there's a picture on the right of, of subject D-class 417142 after exposure to the doctor. Notice how he has teeth. Yes. What is hyperdontia? Uh, I believe, um, I, believe I, I, I believe it's more teeth than necessary. Yeah, that makes sense. Supernumerary teeth is another term for it. Uh, it's an oral health anomaly in which one or more extra teeth develop in the mouth. And now we have a really, really long addendum to read. I am going to be the D class. Um, I will be control then. All right. Uh, um, so I'll be the, the SDP fifty-one fifty-one instance that appears. Sure. Uh, date seven nine of twenty-three. Subject D four five seven one four two. Control lead Bobby Daniels. Additional team members: Marcus Drago and Andrew Fulhar. Begin log. SCP or subject D D class four five seven one four two has been instructed to investigate and explore the building designated SCP fifty one fifty. D class four five seven one four two has always also been equipped with a redacted chocolate bar. The camera feed begins with the subject approaching the building. I see it. I think. Are you all going to tell me what happens after I go in? That's classified. Please continue. Uh, it's a dentist's office, right? So what? Are you trying to tell me that something other than pulling teeth is going to happen in there? Control does not respond to D457142's question. The subject has successfully reached the front perimeter of SCP-5150 after an additional four minutes. Once the subject passes the perimeter, D457142 successfully reaches the target location. D457142 enters the building. And a doorbell rings nearby. After the subject arrives, a clicking sound is faintly heard behind the camera. What the hell? The door just locked? The subject turns around and attempts to leave the building. Their attempt at opening the entrance is unsuccessful. <laughs> Real fucking funny, fellas. This is a fantastic prank. I am laughing on the inside. Seriously. Ha. Ha ha. Alright. Now that the shits and giggles are gone, can you unlock the door now? I won't fucking leave. I just don't feel like I want to be cornered in the frickin' dentist's office. We don't have control over the doors. Please explore the room. <sighs> D457142 attempts to open the door two more times. Both attempts are unsuccessful. The subject has to break through the glass surrounding the entrance. The subject is unsuccessful. We don't have control over the doors. My ass. Yeah, like I'd believe that. The subject pauses briefly. <sighs> Speaking of which, are you guys ever going to explain who you are? Are you like some non-profit organization or something? 
nonprofit dentistry. <laughs> Control does not provide a response to D four five seven one four two. You're too mysterious or whatever for that, anyways. You're being ordered to do something, D four five seven one four two. I highly suggest you listen, please. The subject turns around to face the waiting area. A row of four chairs surrounds the corner opposite of D four five seven one four two's position. To the right, miscellaneous toys and another row of chairs surround the other side. Along the F, the left edge of the camera, SCP four five one four fifty one fifty one can be seen sitting behind the desk counter. The counter is encased in glass with a small opening that is approximately one point two meters in height and point eight meters wide. SCP fifty one fifty one sits behind this opening. However, the camera is unable to observe its physical features. Now, if the camera isn't picking this up, it's just a waiting room. Other than Buffy the Vampire Slayer playing on one of the TVs, nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. What else should I do? Please walk around the area. Once you have accomplished that, continue to the receptionist. The subject does as instructed, walking along the right side of the wall. After the subject explains the area, the camera turns to face SCP-5151. Alright. What's wrong with this lady? SCP-5151's appearance includes a white collar shirt and a white face mask covering the oral cavity. Directly in front of SCP-5151 is a sheet of paper. The subject turns around and approaches SCP-5151. Hello, sir. Can I help you schedule an appointment? D-457142 reaches SCP-5151. I guess. How does one schedule an appointment? What's going to happen? SCP-5151 proceeds to give the subject a black pen. You don't have to worry, sir. All you need to do is sign here. Uh, SCP-5151 points a finger towards the line on the paper. You can schedule in about five minutes. All you'll be doing is visiting with Dr. Hendricks, correct? Sure. The subject signs the page. Perfect. Now, before you can enter, there's one thing I'll need to see. Yeah, like what? Oh, whoops. I can't fucking... Like what? Your teeth, of course. May I see them? Wait, 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 wait. Why do you need to see... pauses. Why do you need to see my teeth? I'm currently taking online classes for dentistry, and I need experience. Occasionally, patients let me look at their teeth so I can predict how well an appointment with Dr. Hendricks will go. Will you let me try you? Oh. D-457142 pauses. Uh, what the hell? Sure. Sure. I've had it. The subject opens its mouth. Once it performs its task, SCP-5151 grabs the lower left quadrant of D-457142's jaw. Oh, your teeth are so clean. This will be a walk in the park for you. No doubt about it. SCP-5150-1 pauses. Wow. (laughs) SCP-5151 then quickly pulls out what appears to be a pair of pliers from under the desk. SCP-5151 proceeds to clamp the pliers to the bottom central incisors of the subject's mouth and pulls towards itself. This action tears the two incisors out of D-457142's mouth entirely. This this action takes less than one second to complete. D-457142 steps away from SCP-5150 and screams. Blood drips onto the camera lens. SD-457142 clears the area. These teeth, they're so gorgeous. Thank you. 
Note, the transcript has been edited to understand D457142. Why would you do that? <laughs> you freak! The subject steps away from the counter and locates what appears to be a tissue box. As D457142 grabs several sheets of tissue paper and proceeds to use those to clot their mouth. SCP-5150 is observed on the opposite end of the subject, staring into two incisors. SCP-5151 then removes its face mask, revealing a disfigured oral cavity. SCP-5150 continues to forcefully insert the two incisors into the vacant areas along its gingiva. D-457-142 steps away from the entity. Dr. Hendricks can see you now, sir. Please head to room three for your examination. Can you make that sound like you have more teeth in your mouth? Dr. <laughs> Hendricks can see you now, sir. Please head to room three for your examination. I just thought that would be a really funny sentence to say. <laughs> a clicking sound can be heard on the right side of the camera. D-457-142 turns to see an open entrance leading to four more rooms. Go through the door, please. After that, we have more tasks we need you to do. Are you blind? That psycho chick just ripped my fucking teeth out! We have a medical team waiting for you, but remember that you're still locked inside. At this point, we won't be able to extract you. You're saying that I'm stuck here until this appointment is finished? That is your only option. You motherfucker. Damn The subject disposes of the used tissue paper and continues through the entrance. After crossing, the door automatically shuts itself and another lock is heard clicking. Well, icing on the fucking cake. D-457-142 progresses into the hall. You know what this reminds me of, Matt? The first level of Psychonauts 2. It After a moment, the sound of laughter is heard nearby. Its source cannot be determined. The subject quickly presses their body along the left side of the wall. After waiting for several minutes, D-457-142 continues to walk alongside the wall until an instance of SCP-5152 exits from a nearby room by the subject, near, a room nearby the subject's location. D-457-142 sits in a crouched position as SCP-5152 walks into the examination room opposite of the room it exited from. How many of these guys am I going to have to avoid? We don't have an exact number, but there may be an upwards of three. If required, use the chocolate we supplied you with. That should help. D-457-142 <clears throat> continues until they reach the end of the hallway. Once the location is reached, D-457-142 turns perpendicularly to face an entrance that reads John Hendricks. The subject runs to the door and opens it. D-457-142 remains in a crouched position as they enter and close the door leading into the room. The office is vacant. I'm in. Hey, what am I supposed to do? Fucking mouth starting to ache and my body hurts. Acknowledged. Try to look for anything that could be of importance. Look for documents or research papers. Even a journal page will do as long as you can find something. Pause. <sighs> Fine. Give me a second then. The subject does as instructed. The camera pans across the room before moving forward towards the center. A desk becomes visible, and D-457-142 is observed to sit down and investigate. Fucking great. That's empty. Fucking coarseness. Can anything go my way? The door leading to the, into the room opens. An instance of SCP-5152 emerges. Michael? Michael? Michael's muted. Okay. What are you doing? We have another room waiting for you. D-457-142 steps against the back-facing wall. The subject then pulls out 
the chocolate bar from their left pocket and quickly unwraps it. SCP-5152 moves away from D-457-142 and screams. Two more instances of SCP-5152 appear, with the second revealing a disfigured oral cavity similar to SCP-5151. The two instances both carry what appear to be Brialt pro- probes? I don't you know, know those, little hook, those little hooks the dentists use. Oh, yes. To, I see. Yeah. I hate those things. I hate those things. Please I'm cringing. Come with us. All three instances slowly confront D457142, once within a range of approximately three meters. D457142 throws a candy bar, which comes into contact with the third instance of SCP 5152. The entity be- be- then begins to scream and its visible oral cavity begins to bleed. The entity's exposed teeth almost start to also start to decay rapidly. Stay the fuck away from me! The second instance of SCP-5152 quickly jumps in front of D-457142 and raises its left arm, which also holds the Briol probe. SCP-5152 then swings downwards, stabbing the probe directly under the subject's right shoulder. D-457142 screams before attempting to push the entity away. The first instance of SCP-5152 then grabs the left forearm of D-457142 and proceeds to bite the exposed flesh. The subject's bones break, and its forearm also begins to bleed. After more struggle, three SCP-5152 instances overpower and subdue D-457142. The subject is later dragged away from the area and relocated to room 3. Once successfully moved, the three instances force the subject onto the operating table and tie them down into place using leather straps. D-457-142 begins screaming again. <laughs> I, think, I think this one was you, Matt. You can trust us, sir. We'll just need to pull some teeth before the dentist arrives. Note. The body camera, attached to 457-142, now faces the ceiling and does so for five more minutes. No visible footage was retrieved. D-457-142 continues to struggle as movement around the camera is heard by the microphone. After approximately one minute, the sound of movement briefly pauses before D-457-142 begins to scream again. With the information gathered, along with D-457-142's final testimony, it is assumed that at this moment, the three instances of SCP-5152 were able to, successfully able to remove the subject's two lower canines and three molars. The use of nitrous oxide was not reported. However, it is plausible in this circumstance as the subject remained conscious throughout the operation. The operation. For... Four thirty, <laughs> four thirty minutes of ex- of extraneous fa- footage have been removed. Four minutes and thirty seconds. Do a oh. do do the do as good of a voice of the guy from Psychonauts as you can. I can't. Next question. Okay. He sounds like you. Honestly, I think you should do it. When I hear that right. voice, it makes me think of you. <laughs> Hello there, sir. Sorry, it seems like I got here a bit late. Have the others already worked on you? Fuck. You! (laughs) What a tongue! Why so harsh? Don't worry, this is for your own good. I know it may be scary, but it'll all be done with soon. SCP-5153 continues laughing before the camera moves. After several seconds, it becomes unattached from D-457142. And SCP-5153... Is visible. Hmm. Is this for a home video? Well, no matter. Technically, this does break some patient doctor confidentiality laws, but I can let this one slide. Here, let me get this at an angle where it can record a little better. SCP-5153 relocates the camera to the far right corner of the room. D-457-142 
D457142 and SCP-5153 are now visible. The subject's mouth continues to bleed. There we go. Much better. Now, where were we? Oh, that's right. By the looks of it, it seems that they've already started. It's a shame your teeth aren't looking so great right now, but that's why you're here. I can help make it all better. SCP-5153 walks away from the subject and returns with one bag. SCP-5153 then walks to the opposite side of the rooms, where it retrieves several syringes as well as miscellaneous cleaning supplies. SCP-5153 once again returns to D-457142. All right, that should just about be all that we need. Are you ready? Are you waiting for me, you freak? Whoa, what a temper you have. No worries, you won't act so ungrateful after I'm done. SCP-5153 elevates D-457142's operating chair and inserts a Jennings gag device onto the subject's mouth. According to the footnote, a high-quality medical device that is used by dentists and doctors to use to keep the mouths of their patients open during procedures. Once D-457142's oral cavity remains open, SCP-5153 starts to pick out the subject's teeth using a periodontal probe in a dental mirror. This continues for approximately five minutes until SCP-5153 starts to begins to forcibly scrape at the subject's remaining teeth and tongue. SCP-5153 performs its action for approximately 10 minutes before replacing its current tools for a dental drill, which it uses to dig the su- into the subject's gingiva and inner cheeks. The dental drill remains and thus in the subject's oral cavity for an additional 15 minutes. From retrieved footage as well as D-457142's final testimony, the use of powerful anesthetics was recorded. However, these anesthetics were either injected in the wrong locations or not concentrated enough to reduce the subject's pain. Two hours of extraneous footage have been removed for brevity. Mm, we're almost done with the cleaning. How are you holding up down there? Oh, you're doing just fine. See, I knew you wouldn't be so snappy after I started my work. Don't worry, I'll just have to do one more thing. But before I can do that, I'll have to move your camera. I can't allow this to be recorded. You understand, right? SCP-5153 approaches the camera and rotates it to face the opposite wall. That's so much better. All right, time to get the procedure started. This should only take about another 20 minutes or so, then you're free to leave. Isn't that exciting? D-457142 does not respond to SCP-5153. After this point, SCP-5153's anomalous abilities manifested, with later video surveillance concluding that D-457142 developed hyperdontia after interacting with SCP-5153. It has been assumed that this procedure was the causation of D457142's development. 20 minutes and 3 seconds of extraneous footage have been has been removed. After the procedure is successful, SCP-5153 attempts to give D457142 a bag containing miscellaneous items. SCP or D457142 acquired the bag from SCP-5153 before exiting the building. End log. Closing statement. Due to the number of teeth present within the subject's oral cavity, D457142 was unable to speak after the procedure. Once D457142 successfully exited the building, the subject was in- intercepted by the foundational personnel before transferring to Site-334's infirmary for treatment and debriefing. 
Further experimentation with SCP-5150 has been halted until Site Director Ford Cliff has authorized the necessary permissions in association with the Ethics Committee. Security note. As of 8-1-23, the building originally designated as SCP-5150 no longer contains anomalous entities or paranormal phenomena. The cause for this is currently unknown. However, reports of poster advertisements concerning Dr. John Hendricks have been recorded near the city of Greenwood, Indiana on 9-22-23. of All assets currently within provisional site 334 have now been tasked with relocating and containing SCP-5150 and its affiliated anomalies. That was fucked. So did you I, like it? I, no. I, I did. I did really like it. It really plays onto the, um, the, the, fe- the, the dentist fear. Um, I think it yeah. encapsulates it pretty well. Yeah. There's another SCP that we got mentioned. Um, that's like another dentist, but he's a little bit more benevolent, I believe. But, the, but I, I liked this. Yeah, I, like I, I, I I like the the ones that have like investigatory logs where it's following either like a, a task force or a D class that's like wandering through this like thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I think it would have been more interesting if there were like multiple D class that you got to see multiple incidents with. Yeah. Although I think uh, just in terms of like pacing. It's better for it to just be the, the be the one. Well, because like like I wanted yeah. to like know more. Like if we could figure out like, like like what happens if like one of the instances like completes its mouth or teeth or something like that. I think I like that that it's vague because it, it leaves you. I think it le- leaving you with with questions is a good thing. Yeah, I I agree. It, it allows I think more the, uh, creativity. The the lack of information, the mystery, kind of adds to the charm of it for me. Yeah, I, I'm sure somebody someone will who, explore someone who, more like in a tale or something like that. As someone who doesn't like the dentist, I liked this one a lot. And yeah, the dentist guy reminded me of uh, the guy from Psychonauts too, who reminds me of Matt. Thank you. So, I'm glad I remind you of a terrifying dentist. So that, that is my I, uh, SCP. May I go next? Yeah, sure. go ahead. What so, bringeth you on this occasion? My SCP, the SCP-6010, carcinization. And let me read you the definition of carcinization um, to kind of brief you on what this is. Carcinization is an example of convergent evolution in which a crustacean evolves into a crab-like form from a non-crab-like form. This has happened seven times in the history of history. This has been a big meme slash joke amongst me and Matt because it's really funny. Because this us uh, this <laughs> this basically assumes that the form of the crab is perfect. Yeah, it's it's really really funny to think that multiple chains of life just independently decided the crab was the best way to go. Yes. For, exa- for, for, for example, uh, hermit crab-like ancestors gave birth to the, the king crab, which if you've seen a hermit crab, um, they're not like your traditional kind of crab, but then they decided, hey, you know what? They were going to be crabs. They're, they're going to crab. So that's what we're reading right now. 
Item number 6010, Containment Class, Exoteric. Secondary Class, Enochian. Disruption Class, 5, Amida. Risk Class, 5, Critical. Object Class, Enochian, with a footnote. Item cannot be contained due to its properties constituting an aspect of baseline reality. Special Containment Procedures. Containment of 6010 is not possible due to its widespread influence over the civilian population. Preservation of the veil is no longer a priority. Efforts are instead to be focused on the rehabilitation of 6010A instances and the preparation of the global population for future SCP-6010 alterations. Foundation staff altered by SCP-6010 may continue their existing roles in the Foundation following a two-week adjustment period. SCP-6010 is the global restructuring event that has currently impacted roughly one-third of all animal life on Earth. Since uh, 6-21-2021, this has already occurred, we're already crabs, uh, life forms in the Animalia Kingdom unpredictably undergo rapid transformation, developing into decapodal crustaceans, with typical subject being around 40 centimeters in height. These subjects, hereby referred to as 6010A instances, develop a pair of claws on their frontmost limbs, as well as thick, chitinous, uh, chitinous, sorry, exoskeleton over a flat, disc-like, disc-like hey, body. This motherfucker said chitin. Instances of 6010A are primarily aquatic, but can survive out of the water indefinitely as long as their gills hold a layer of water. Their middle six legs are typically used for walking on the seafloor, while their backmost legs are flatter and used for swimming. Despite these extreme biological changes, 6010A instances that were previously human retain a human level of consciousness in all memories formed before their transformation. There is no way to revert these instances back to their previous forms. Since 6010 began, animal life on Earth has been transformed into 6010A instances at an exponential rate, with current estimates placing the completion of 6010 around the middle of 2028. Addendum 1. The following transcript was taken from the video series The New Carsonized World, made by Dr. Francis Hernandez, the lead researcher for 6010. Hernandez communicated using a text-to-speech program and keyboard specially designed for their claws. Who would like to be Hernandez? I was the D-class last time. So. I'll Michael, be... do you want to be Hernandez? Yeah, I'll be Hernandez. Hello. Right now, there are two types of people on this planet. Those who are not based and those who are red-pilled. Either you've already been changed like me, or you've just or you're just waiting for the inevitable. Either way, you here you're here to know what it feels like and how you will continue life as close as normally as you can. Oh wait, this is text to speech, right? Yeah, this is all text to speech. I know it may be upsetting <laughs> to see your body go through these changes, but rest assured. We here at the SCP Foundation are doing everything we can to make the transition easier. The video cuts to a footage run found a Foundation-run rehabilitation center, showing many human Foundation staff and civilian volunteers assisting newly transformed 16-T instances adjust their new bodies. Hernandez continues speaking off-screen. It may take weeks or even months, but once you grow accustomed to the new you, it will feel like you never had a human body. Scene changes to a small underwater apartment complex designed to be inhabited by 1610A instances. Several can be seen walking through the building. Just remember, there's nothing wrong with being a crab. And log. Foundation currently maintains four settlements designed to accommodate 1610A instances <clears throat> that do not wish or are unable to remain in their previous homes. Each settlement 
features housing for roughly 5 million of these instances in apartment complexes, as well as sustainable algae farms and tidal power generation. Foundation personnel who have become 6010A instances are permitted to transfer to these settlements at the discretion of their respective site director. Settlement Alpha, Atlantis 2. Located alongside the Great Barrier Reef, city is autonomous to the point where it requires little intervention. Settlement Beta, Dehut. Located in the Mediterranean Sea, city has created a self-sustaining economy with settlement delta and does not require foundation intervention. Settlement Gamma, Crust. Located in the Gulf of Mexico, city is currently under foundation control to moderate mass immigration from the USA. Settlement Delta New London, located in the English Channel, city is under control of the European Union and requires no foundation intervention. In addition to these settlements, the foundation has funded a global campaign to assist the assist instances in adjusting to their new bodies. This campaign is organized with the Ethics Committee employees, foundation staff, experience and anomalous bodily transformations of civilian volunteers. These volunteers are given level zero clearance and are access only a limited selection of this file. The following transcript has been taken from the video series Talk to the Claws, made by Dr. Francis Hernandez. From episode one, begin log. You know, all I'm saying is that between, <laughs> between your guys' SCPs and my SCPs, something, one of them sticks out very heavily, and I'm not going to say which one. There's something a little fucky. <laughs> you can act, okay. Yeah. Anyways, I, con- it's a little continue. Funky. Continue Talk to the Claws, Mr. Hernandez. Welcome to another guide to your new life. One thing you may have noticed about your new body is the inability to speak. Well, the SCP Foundation has the help you need in Craft Sign Language, or CSL for short. In this video series, I'll be showing you some of the most common phrases you'll need to learn to get by in the SCP-6010 Resettlement Facilities. You ran out of breath there. A yeah, sorry. Bit. I had to. I, I was. They they just had a typo. They had to fix it. Before we begin, remember that when saying a name or other proper noun, you'll have to spell it out one letter at a time. Just check the link in the description that you'll find a chart of every letter in the CSL alphabet. I like to imagine that this is just on YouTube and like like <laughs> yeah. some. Do- like moist yeah. critical in this universe is down the fucking crab settlement like fucking rabbit hole what's going on like, everyone critical here we are checking out we are checking out the csl talk to the claw Today videos we're be looking at the moistest of all moist locations in the entire planet we're looking at A our local moist propane. boys all right let's see what else do we have here <clears throat> Once you know all the letters, we'll move on to a few simple greetings, starting with hello. The video shows Hernandez pressing their right claw up to their head and bringing it down to the side. That's all it is. Pretty simple, really. Let's do something a bit longer. A basic introduction for your name. You say my name, and then you spell whatever your name is. The video shows Hernandez pressing their right claw against their abdomen, tapping the pincer both claws twice and spelling out Hernandez. And that's all you need to introduce yourself as a crab. Join us tomorrow for more anti-tips, or should I say, glossy tips. Any individuals fluent in CSL are el- eligible to volunteer in their local 16A 
6010A rehabilitation facility. To do so, please submit a copy of the following form. It's SCP-6010 helpnet at scipnet.com. There is a volunteer I, form here. I like here. that you can actually fill it out. Like, you can't send yeah. it, but you can actually... Well, I mean, I guess you could hypothetically send it. Yeah, I don't know if that's a, that, that's an actual email address, but um, we'll go to... I mean, it's, part- it's hyperlinked. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the remainder of this document is available only to those with level two clearance so we do have that so let's take a look currently one five one thousand five hundred seventy three scp objects have become these instances of these entities 107 lost all other anomalous facts after the transformation currently believe this happened because they're dependent on the entity maintaining their current form these objects re- that retain their anomalous effects have had their containment procedures updated accordingly. Many keter class anomalies are being tested to determine optimal containment procedures that can still be carried out when the anomaly or the majority of containment staff becomes 6010A instances. To accommodate large numbers of anomalous 6010A instances, the Foundation has begun the construction of multiple underwater facilities repl- replicating existing sites. Currently, the only functional underwater facility is Site 19C, which currently houses 100 anomalies and 300 Foundation staff members. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Th- th- that they have to still contain the SCPs while also being crabs. <laughs> In a way, they're just they're just containing themselves. Now everybody's an SCP. <laughs> Err, Spongebob, me boy! We just contained another SCP! <laughs> oh, God, Spongebob, me bob, I'm the SCP! How, how do you feel? think the people in the Ikea feel? Like, one day you wake up in the Ikea and you're just a crab? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never contain me, crabs! Not when I shift it to maximum keter mode! Plankton, now you're a crab. Particles! Oh, so I am. <laughs> I didn't think this one through. <laughs> All right. Following uh... transcripts was taken from the video. The show, show new foundation staff members upon transfer to the newly constructed site 19C. Hernandez communicated using CSL with subtitles provided below. Sinking to do that, welcome to your new site. Begin log. The video shows the 19C cafeteria, which features three algae bars and a large kitchen, as well as seating for 200. Hernandez walks into the shot, waving to the camera. Hello, and welcome to another SCP-6010 orientation video. If you're watching this, it means you've been reassigned to one of our Dash-C sites, which are foundation sites designed to be used by people like us. There's only one right now, but there's lo- but there's loads more on the way. What's the, uh, what's the, like, philosophical repercussion of, like, eating one of these things? Uh, cannibalism? Yeah, cannibalism. Literal cannibalism? But they're not a human anymore, they're a crab. But yeah, they but like, were, if, like, they have all their human emotions, they have all their human memories, they are humans. Well, maybe crabs crab. have emotions, we eat crab! No, they, no, I'm pretty sure they don't. I, 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 I would... I would draw the line at eating another sentient creature that can talk to me. You know? Bees can talk to us. Would you eat a bee? Bees cannot talk to us. (laughs) You're a libtard. You You say that, but I'm actually just a... uh, I'm actually just a a large construction of multiple bees. (laughs) Yeah, like that, like that Spider-Man villain. That's a Nazi. That's a that's a sentient beehive. Or you know, Spiders Man, the a group of spider, a colony of spiders who all believe that they are Peter Parker. Yes. Yeah, so, 
which is a thing with the scene changes to a side view graphic of the ocean with a foundation site being at, being built at the bottom. Hernandez is visible in the bottom left corner. When these sites are built, we pick specific places in the ocean for warm temperatures and easy access to outdoor areas. While going for a walk on the ocean floor, takes some getting used to. It's perfectly safe and even encouraged during scheduled break times. The graphic shows many Foundation staff members walking outside the site on the ocean floor. It then changes to a scene of several new researchers taking notes on an anomaly under containment. You may be asking yourself, how do we operate at the same level as before when we're underwater? Well, our research teams have been working around the clock to offer you the latest and greatest in underwater technology. Computers, tablets, even your trusty keycards have been redesigned for not only underwater use, but have been made so as easy to use with claws as they were with hands. The scene changes to the D-class holding cells, which are all occupied by instances of SCP-6010-A. One of the more popular changes SCP-6010 has brought to our facilities is the cancellation of human testing protocols. Since every animal on the planet is a crab like us, there's no need to test potentially dangerous anomalies on intelligent beings capable of feeling pain. We just use crabs that used to be insects or other lesser life forms incapable of feeling anything. While they do look like us, their ant minds have already been shattered when they turned into crabs. Just watch. Hernandez pokes one of the D-class to the cell bars. The D-class do not respond. They even regenerate limbs like us, well, which makes them partially reusable. The scene changes to an anomalous 6010A instance in his containment cell being observed by several staff members. Most of the living anomalies down here are also like us, but they're still anomalies. Don't let your guard down just because a Keter is a crab. Oh, the fucking SCPs are turning to crabs too? Yes, everybody's a crab. <laughs> so, the, so the Ikea building is turned into a crab? Well, no, I think the Ikea building will remain the same, but the entities inside of it will become a crab. Yeah, oh. it just, it's, it's just the entities. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all, a crab. All, all animal life on Earth is turning into crabs. Wait, wait. Is the water SCP also turning into a crab? Would, would it, it count as an animal? I, I don't I think don't it would. <laughs> That's fucked. The, 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 the unstoppable lizard is now an unstoppable crab, which is even more dangerous because it's a crab. A very aggressive 6010A instances, instance is a scene attacking the cell door. When working with these anomalies, remember that it is possible their properties have changed since they were transformed. Human staff members are seen clearing out an old containment cell. A large, partially carcinized corpse covered in acid burns is in the center of the room. Speaking of anomalies changing their properties, I'd like you all to look to the people watching the video with you now. There's a good chance that one of them had some minor anomalous properties that was wiped away by SCP-6010. Some may have even had a SCP number at one point. Make sure to treat them the same way you would any other co-worker in the new okay, foundation. Okay, how about this? What if you, what if you uh, turned an SCP into a crab and it became a normal crab and then you ate it? Like, what's the lizard dog one? You know what I'm talking about? Like That's the lizard creature? The lizard, like the lizard demon, I don't think you could eat ever. It's, an, it's like a super immortal well, If it turned being. into a crab and it lost its but anomalous like... The thing is, is that it's anomalous. Though, I don't think so, some of them do. Some of them do. Mm. Speaking of, it, it, yeah, it's it's, it's just speaking it, of anomalies it, changing their properties. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it says any any anomaly whose anomalous properties were based on, like, the form specifically will lose them. Hmm. Maybe Which you wouldn't I, be able to go with them. I, th I think this large, partially carcinized corpse covered in acid burns is supposed to be the lizard, because I think it... I remember it having some kind of acid ability. Uh, I thought it was just massive regeneration. They they could just regenerate really, really quickly. I, I mean, I know it could regenerate, but so, I think so, one of its abilities so would be... So we take it, we massive. take it, and we take it into its own tank, and we since it regenerates, we just start breaking off its arms... <laughs> unlimited food we just solved world hunger even if it's like sentient normal it's still just a crab what if it's what if the infinitely regenerating cake w turned into infinitely regenerating crab legs it turned no, it's just crab cake you dumb dumb yeah me and matt are on the same iq brain all right let's continue this the scene changes to the Site-19C cafeteria, which is filled with instances of SCP-6010-A. They all look to the camera and wave. And that concludes our orientation. We await you in the sea, new crabs. Do, do, like Im this. Imagine, imagine uh, when day breaks, but all of the weird goo people become crabs. This seems much more pleasant than when day breaks. Honestly, this seems like it would be just funny. Currently, Foundation staff have recognized 12 anomalies if, that would be in... What if you didn't want to be a crab? <laughs> Too bad. Shut up. It's better Currently, than Foundation breaks. staff have recognized 12 anomalies that would be infeasible to contain following the completion of SCP-6010. The decision to neutralize these anomalies is currently under Ethics Committee review. Current status of various groups of interest as of 2024. Ambrose Restaurants. Declared bankruptcy shortly after discovered that certain items on the menu contained 6010A instances that were previously human. Anderson Robotics began development of 6010A piloted utility droids designed to assist instances in returning their previous lives. The Global Occult Coalition has engaged. Oh, in okay. So they make people robot bodies. So if they still want to be human, they can just be a crab piloting a fucking mecha. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, the GOC has engaged in global peacekeeping operations to protect the interests of countries who have lost the majority of their leaders to 6010. MANA Charitable Foundation has assisted the foundation in the aid of humans who have lost all sources of income due to 6010, as well as their recruitment volunteers. Marshall Carter and Dark Limited. Uh, Mr. Carter has become an instance of 6010A and was removed from the company after spending an unapproved 100 billion U.S. dollars in attempting to reverse the effects of 6010. The remaining members remain in control of the company, but lost a significant portion of their revenue due to the rapidly changing economy. Sarkic cults. The majority of sarcocytes were too heavily mutated to survive the transformation process. The remaining members are considered minimal threat. The Serpent's Hand. The majority of hand members moved to the Wanderer's Library before cutting all connections to this reality. Remaining members have either joined groups of interest or volunteered in 6010A rehabilitation centers. Unusual Incidents Unit. Defunct following the collapse of the American government after the entirety of their leadership became uh, SCP-6010A. Human operatives are currently working under the GOC to elect a new government body. Wilson's if Wildlife Cruz turned into a crab, would you hit him with a hammer? Yes. <laughs> Moving on. Wilson's Wildlife Solutions has assisted the foundation in the care of 6010A instances as well as the recruitment of volunteers. Would you be more inclined to hit Kieran's beloved pet frog with a hammer if it became his beloved yes. pet crab? Yes. <laughs> yes, because then I would eat the crab. 
Numerous other smaller groups have been affected by 6010 to a lesser degree. Due to the foundation, the GOC's increased influence over global affairs, especially in the 6010A settlements, very little anomalous activity has actively threatened the population since the beginning. To deal with newly discovered anomalies, many mobile task forces have been reorganized to operate under these new conditions. MTF Gamma 6 Deep Feeders has been placed in charge of coordinating underwater operations. And it was just Dr. production of the following video. You may. I want to be Gamma 1. Video begins. Uh, so this this log is titled Mobile Crab Force. Uh, this video begins with a seed of MTF Gamma 6 pre SCP 6010 investigating an underwater anomalous structure. The seed fades to an identical shot of the team after becoming instances of SCP 6010A. <laughs> That's funny. Hi, Hi my name funny. is. Oh, okay. Matt, I called dibs. Jake literally called dibs. I will kill you. Go ahead. I will kill you with my my pincers. I call it my crab printers. Read it then. Hi, my name is crab. Roger, and I'm the commanding officer of MTF Gamma 6. In this video, we'll be teaching you how to handle anomaly retrieval deep underwater. The first different major difference is the body armor. Thanks to these tough shells, we don't need to be need as much as we did with in our weak skin sacks. Still, it can't hurt to be prepared, so we have some Kevlar pads that strap onto your abdomen and claws. The second major difference is the weapons. Obviously, handheld guns don't work anymore, so we've got something a little more interesting for you. Hernandez, Hernandez. walked in the front. I'm you the narrator. Thought. Hernandez walked in the, the frame holding a Mark boy. 1 CT assault weapon. This, this here is here, the most oh, Jake, that's my line. Dude, we, I'm going to choke slam you for trying to I choke slam that. I can't read. This here is the most recent advancement in crab weaponry, capable of firing up to three shells per minute. Hernandez begins helping G1 attach the cannon. In the field, these things are a godsend. It may not be the fastest gun, but it packs enough of a punch to take down even the toughest anomalies. G1 activates the cannon on its back and fires at a target on the back wall. The wall crumples from the impact. The cannon can be activated with the firing pin next to the, your front left leg. Just give it a flick and it will fire. The next thing we're going to cover is underwater operations. When tasked with anomaly retrieval, you may find yourself traveling deep into kelp forests or into wrecked ships from the old times. You'll be surprised how many anomalies we find in shipwrecks. The scene changes to Gamma 6, exploring an abandoned nuclear submarine. They swim through the through to the empty missile silos and discover an anomalous instance of 6010A. The, the anomaly attempts to flee, but G2 fires an explosive shell over its head. The anomaly panics and activates its anomalous effect, causing the submarine to reactivate and begin to rise. Okay, I just came up with an idea. Mm-hmm. The superhero SCP. Because superheroes would be SCPs in the SCP universe. Like the X-Men, but they're like SCPs. Like, could you imagine? Would you have them be instances of it, or would each one be their own SCP? They, 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 they would each probably one would be their own. I would assume. But, but, but I like, think the, X, the X Men, the X Men would all be instances. But like, Spider Man would be his own because he's not a mutant. But, but like, but like, 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 think about that, that about this, right? You're in the SCP universe, and you develop like telekinesis, and you start like shot, like, dudes, look, I can just lift things up, and then all of a sudden, you're getting like bu- door busting, mobile task force throws you in a cell, and they're like, Crab hello, SCP number, and you're like, can I go home? Like, what? I just, like, I just wanted to play Fortnite. Makes me think of the fucking scene of the Matrix where all the agents shoot a Neo. <laughs> he stops the bullets. 
It's just that, only it goes, I need to get home. I was in the middle of a Fortnite match. <laughs> like, you go to the SCP site, and you just see this guy in the waiting room. It's like, who's that? Was, oh, that's Phil. He's an SCP. Right, I got, what I got can a question. he do? What, what would... Uh, didn't Magneto get his powers during World War II? Uh, yeah, they they ma- they manifested uh, when his mom was was taken away in the concentration camp. Would the SCP Foundation have to invade Germany if there was a giant mutant outbreak over there? the The Foundation is international. There's branches in every country. Oh, that's true. My America centrist brain. Yeah, no, the uh, um. I believe there 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 is an American centric uh uh anomaly organization that u- is usually opposed to the uh foundation's goals. I can't remember what they're called though. It's not the Chaos Insurgency. No, it's not. Right? That's the that's the like rebel like fuck you group. Yeah, that's the evil version of the SCP Foundation. Oh my god. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was Mary that? Man, oh, uh... I don't know. I I might right, be thinking of reading. the I might be thinking of the global occult co- coalition. I think it's the GOC. Anyways, um, yeah, her or Hernandez. <sighs> if you encounter a living anomaly, it's important to bring it. Oh wait, yeah, that's the right one. It's important to bring it in alive, unless your life is in danger. That's why we've developed the EV Ultai Taser. A device capable of delivering stunning electric shocks to nearby crabs. Just pinch your claws together on the trigger, and anyone you're pointing at will be stunned for long enough to get them under control. G3 stuns the anomaly and the submarine ceases to function. The team places elastics on the anomaly's claws and returns it to their own submarine. (laughs) And with those gadgets, you'll be able to handle almost any anomaly that gets thrown at you. Good luck in the open waters, crabs. And log. I, I I know this 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 isn't like meant to be comedy, but like it feels like the person it's who funny. wrote this, the, the person who wrote this had the biggest smile on their face. It's like somebody telling telling you this with like a completely straight face, but you can tell that they're laughing on the inside. Current status of large one. foundation sites as of twenty twenty six. Site number eleven used as a base of operations for the North American resettlement operations before using used to house human civilians despite for the collapse of the USA. Sold to the GOC to assist their peace efforts in the region. Currently vacant. After many anomalies were carcinized, this is site seventeen. The site was repurposed into a rehab facility for Foundation personnel. As of twenty twenty six, the site is no longer operational; is used for storage purposes. Site nineteen. All anomalous entities have been relocated to nineteen C. Personnel have relocated to various sites. The empty site is now waiting demolition to remove any lasting anomalous effects and preventing this facility from being reused. I'm, su- I'm surprised that they haven't uh, they haven't uh, like purposefully melted the ice caps to flood the world. You yeah, know what but, I mean? Well, there's still a lot of humans left. I'm surprised there's no splinter crab groups to try to do that. Yeah, maybe. maybe there is at the end. Initially served as a base for uh, 77. 77 is just resettlement efforts, and then uh, um, 81 is just a flooded out site for crabs. May- 
most smaller sites have had their inventory decoded to their hyphen C equivalents and the empty facility decommissioned. Recently, an interview was conducted with Dr. Hernandez concerning the research into 6010. Transcript of the interview was poured below. Interview 6010-1. Interviewed Francis Hernandez, 6010 research head. Interviewer 05-1. Yeah, uh, you can be 05-1. Dates 5-19-28. Begin log. Okay. Mm, hold on. One sec. But no. Uh, fuck. Hello, uh, doctor. The page just the page just unloaded. Hold on. Fucking. What is my browser doing? Here. Hello, doctor. Good to see you again, sir. Hard to imagine it's been seven years. Feels like the time just flew by. It's hard to keep track of the days when you're. When we're dealing with something like this. <laughs> Don't I know it. Managing the restructuring. Oh, shit. Are we? No. We're... My brain is fucked. Would we be doing actual voices that still text-to-speech? I they're, imagine they're this speaking in crabs. They're speaking in crab sign okay. language. Yeah, speaking in crab. Don't I know it. Managing the restructuring of the foundation, let alone normal society. Not something I ever want to do again. How many times have you s said that? <laughs> Suppose you've got a point. I suppose the point of this discussion is my findings on carcinization. Yes, we'd like to know what you've discovered. Honestly, not much. At first we thought it could have been some angry god's revenge or maybe some sort of paravirus. But after a while we realized there was nothing to find. It just happened, plain and simple. No cult of faithful was spared. No patterns were found in who got turned first. At the end of the day, some things just happen and can't be helped. Uh, it's funny. So many people feel a need to understand things that don't make sense. But that's not what the Foundation does. At the end of the day, if the world is still in one piece, we've done our jobs. And we pulled through in the end, same as always. Some may say we came out better than before. If we found a cure today, would people even take it? Perhaps. There's nothing left for us on land. Besides, I've seen a lot of anomalies come and go in my time. 6,010 wouldn't be the first to change the world's one piece. 6,010. I almost forgot that number. It's been so long since I got my shell. I can't remember what life was like without one. Feels like just yesterday you were making these videos to help the new crabs. I remember I considered letting you make a video to help the rest of the council. That would have been a fun project if I didn't get my mind wiped after. Speaking of those videos, I never actually made a proper ending to the series. Maybe this interview can be the finale? Uh, how do you want to end it? I suppose a thank you to all the people who helped to repair this world and to everyone who watched along to the end. End log. An update to the file, as of 5-10-2032, the events detailed in this file are no longer considered anomalous. It has been given the designation of 6010-ARC to avoid clutter in the main database. It will remain archived for historical reference, along with all other ARC files caused by the restructuring. I really like this one. It's really wholesome. It's, 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 an, yeah, it's a it's weird a good, one. It's a good concept. I think it's really funny. It's, it's one of the weirdest ones, I think. I wish there was just a little bit more actual horror to it, but you know what? SCP is weird in the fact that you can have really uh, genuine god-forsaken horror, funny jokes, and then just weird, wholesome shit like this. 
I don't know yeah, how like I missed this, people. but 6011 is flat earth. I gotta do that for Pan X one. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, I guess it's time to end off on the, the big question. I mean, we had 6010, right? Yes. Yes. Well, obviously, we need to know what 6969 is. Of course. That's the number True. you come to immediately. Hmm. So, I wonder uh, what 6969 is going to be. Hmm. It, adult it, content. Wow. Yeah, if you go to By order of the Overseer Council, the following file has been locked due to repeated malicious and external and internal attempts to make edits to the documentation. The purpose of these attacks are not currently known. Proceed with caution. I don't know why they're saying adult content. It's just it's just the weed number. Item Okay, Sergio. <laughs> Item 6969, level 5, top secret. Containment class, Keter. Disruption class, pending, and risk class, pending. Uh, above is a photo of a nice bedroom. Special containment procedures. Due to the inherent nature of the anomaly's activation conditions within human biology, SCP-6969 cannot be contained at this time. Efforts are directed towards nullifying the thaumaturgical activation of scp-6969 on a global scale via application of the thaumaturgical uh, interpolator termination string regardless as scp-6969's effects are self-censoring and global neutralization would be immensely costly this is considered a low priority Access to this file is restricted to individuals with level 5 slash 6969 clearance to prevent panic amongst wider foundation personnel. Due to the large amount of individuals attempting to access the fi- this file, for unknown reasons, editing this file has been locked and requires O5 research li- uh, lead credentials. I'll have, I'll have you know, know that my, my eyes went down to the first thing in the description that I am dying. <laughs> Michael, SCP sixty nine. Before you get to the procedures, I want to read the results while you, while you read the, while you read the procedure. I want to read the results to have some funny contrast. Okay. Description: SCP sixty nine sixty nine is a designation for a thaumaturgic biological process which occurs during ejaculation. <laughs> When a human being attempts to discharge, whether during the process of intercourse or, more commonly, not, a series of internal thaumaturgic processes occur within the individual's genitalia, affecting the entire body. Over the duration of approximately two seconds, the affected subject will enter and experience a casual time loop, repeated beginning at the moment of ejaculation and lasting a short period of time. No changes to the subject's physiology are preserved between time loops save for two factors one the activity of the nervous system and two sperm's genetic composition which where applicable footnote of note the genetic composition of the sperm ejaculated changes states before and after scp-6969 suggesting anomaly modifies it upon conclusion of an unknown number of repetitions the casual time loop ceases and a secondary thaumaturgic effect activates. The secondary effect resets the nervous system to the state it was when the time loop began, allowing for the seamless transition between pre- and post-orgasm states by resetting memory. Following this anomalous activity relating to SCP-6969 ceases. 
Research suggests that affected subjects may experience a subjective time of anywhere from 16 days to roughly 73 quintillion years every ejaculation. How did they get Hold that on, number? I, I I would I I I this is I had a thought. I would like to believe that SCP-3999 uh, uses this SCP on researcher Taloran and then jerks him off to make him experience 73 quintillion years of this time loop over and over again. Oh, 73 God. quintillion years of <laughs> All right, addendum one, testing log. Subject designation, D652589. <laughs> Subject sex, male. Testing location. Specialized testing chamber Zeta 2841. Procedure. A counterspell on the secondary thaumaturgic process was activated on D652589. The subject was instructed to masturbate, which was performed without complication. Result. Immediate liquefaction of subject's nervous system. Analysis of subject's ejaculate confirmed changes to genetic material. <laughs> Subject designation, D-87135. Subject sex, female. Testing location, specialized testing chamber, Zeta-2841. Procedure, a specialized thaumaturgic spell is placed upon D-87135, which modifies the SCP-6969 process, allowing for the entire body to be preserved between time loops. Subject Do you think it was, was a coincidence that, uh, that that's one number away from D-boobies? <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I was hoping there was something else with um hold on, let me just give me a second. I need to I need to know because if that's boobies, then what is sixty five twenty five eighty nine supposed to be? I don't know, maybe they just are random. I don't know. I think that's that was a funny one. <laughs> Subject was informed and consented to the experiment prior and was instructed to masturbate. Result. Subject immediately disintegrates. <laughs> Subject designation. D-05370 and D-908707. Subject sex, male and female. Testing location. Specialized testing chamber, Zeta-2841. Procedure. Subjects were previously married and were reported to possess, quote, unresolved sexual tension in D-class holding areas. Both were informed of the nature of the experiment and begrudgingly agreed. D-05370 was thaumaturgically modified to retain memories of their experience during SCP-6969. D-9807 was not modified. Both were non-invasively recorded during the process. Result, D-05370 became comatose, and D-908707 became immensely distressed and uncooperative. Later amnesticized, the former is in a medical wing pending termination order. Oh, I get it. What do you get? She, she nothing happened to her. Because she, she didn't come. <laughs> all all testing halted by order of the ethics committee addendum two note from the head researcher when i began working on scp 6969 i initially tackled it with the idea that this was a malicious force i was working against 
I think in one way or another, we all believe that this anomaly was evil or created by something evil to do evil upon us. How many anomalies were the result of eldritch horrors? Surely this must be one of them. But as I stand here before my research and the evidence piles on my desk, I have to conclude that the theme we're seeing isn't a malicious force. It's a natural one. An interjection? The process... Do you think there's just a big jar of cum sitting on his desk? That's part of the evidence. (laughs) Yeah, there's a Rainbow Dash doll somewhere in there. (laughs) That's fucked. The process... The, what do you want? Do you pre, do you want to prefer the fucking the cum box? I don't want to think coconut? about anything related to anything else <laughs> when it comes to sixty nine sixty nine. Okay, the process of evolution is one which is cobbled together from random haps, happenstance. Genes change at complete random, and anything which is potentially beneficial or at least not harmful gets passed down, while those which are harmful get killed off. It's brutal and messy, but it works. Just barely. And the theory goes, SCP-6969 is the result of just one of those many, many evolutionary happy little accidents, which may help pass on some genes. SCP-6969, as we know, changes the genetic material of the sperm released during ejaculation. From what we can tell, it also prunes a significant amount of unhealthy specimens and increases sperm count in general. All signs point to it having simply evolved over the course of our species' lifespans, creating vastly improved genetic material in a tiny time span. When SCP-6969 first came into existence, there may have been a significant amount of casualties by people who experienced it without the secondary effects. Until one person evolved the ability to reset the nervous system and SCP-6969 simultaneously. Any descendants of theirs not up to par were killed off in the process of natural selection. There is perhaps one hypothesis of a colleague of mine, which I am too afraid to admit may be true. From the complexity of SCP-6969, we can place the approximate period from where it evolved and it appears as though the time corresponds directly with the development of higher intelligence in human species. As if to make matters worse, the hypothesis goes on to state that without SCP-6969, the genetic makeup of humans may become significantly more unstable, resulting in very high birth defect rates and fatal mutations. I cannot fathom a world of such suffering where... We are conceived in such brutal conditions, made to endure such horrors and die in eventual meaningless deaths. Sex is a joke, and we are the punchline. Following this, head researcher Nathan Brown was disciplined for adding unprofessional personal anecdotes to official SCP files. It's the eugenics SCP. It's, yeah. it's just It's not even a eugenics SCP. It's it's like a joke version of death being an SCP. It's just a thing that you can't ever avoid. You can't beat it. You can't get around Sex it. Is an SCP. I, I I didn't know what to expect going into SCP sixty nine sixty. I assumed it was going to be like more of a joke. It is still kind of a joke, but it's like a joke in the way of uh, carcinization, where it's played completely straight. Yeah, depends. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it got me thinking, though. I'm surprised. I mean, we have an Among Us fucking SCP. 
where's the Five Nights at Freddy's SCP? I'm like, I'm genuinely surprised there isn't one. Like, not even just, at least I don't think there is. At least I, I don't think it would be like, just like a, a pizza animatronic, like just like a haunted Chuck E. Cheese or something. Like they, we have an uh, endless Ikea. They, I'm sure there is one. There's, seven they, they, there's, they, there's similar ones to it, but nothing that's just like Five Nights at Freddy's. What are the ones that are similar to it? Um, I want to say there, there's, uh, there's one called the Aristocrats, where it's um a bunch of haunted dolls, um, uh, like dude murders wife, kills self, souls forever in dolls. They act out plays to the end of time where he's like torturing her and whatnot. Um, you know what I like to believe? I think Scott Cawthon is the SCP. <laughs> so true bestie so true bestie i i i know there there's an scp 001 proposal where uh the it's a meta one where the 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 people who write on the scp wiki are is scp 001 the, the the basically the idea of the of the scp is that the scp universe is a real universe that we're just making worse every time we write a tale or a uh an article oh that's fucked wait then who wrote that one well because it's, it's written from the perspective of in universe where the foundation realizes that they are fictional and that the people who are writing them are actively making the world worse by making more scps Oh, okay. So in that world, that SCP-001 proposal is actually the only one they've written themselves properly. Yes. Or at least other people are writing the SCPs and they have to write about them. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. It might be a fun writing experiment personally for me to do like a, an SCP that's like basically the idea of an I, I just think like... It, it it lends itself really well to like at least the idea of like haunted animatronics to an SCP. I feel like it would be issue. I feel like it would be difficult to write one while it while also keeping it unique enough to not just be like, oh, this is FNAF, haha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I think I could do it. What well, could be it's interesting like it's, is I know enough about animatronics to at least the uh, at least pizza animatronics to write something that would fall under it what could be interesting is if it made the animatronics take on the form of like childish mascot versions of other scps oh that yeah that would be actually kind of funny like a uh like you you walk into the place and the animatronics uh become like maybe like your imaginary friends or something like that and if like if, because you're like a, like an SCP researcher enters it and it ooh, like turns ooh, into I, anomalies, I, I, yeah, 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 that'd be really cool. Like one of like a researcher accidentally gets locked into the SCP room and it just turns all the animatronics into SCPs and it causes a serious lockdown scenario because one of them was like six eight two. Yeah, it could be interesting. I might throw my hat into the ring and write up a an SCP concept. Yeah, see how that goes. Um, I had fun. This was fun. These are always fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely makes me kind of uh curious if you know, maybe this Halloween we actually do a proper horror segment. 
Maybe. Yeah, we still gotta read that. Uh, I wanted to read that thing short story, and we never got around to it because everyone was busy around the time Halloween was going on. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. definitely need to schedule that because I really want to read that. I've already okay. read it, but I want to read it on the podcast. Well, that's all I got. Yeah, it's all she wrote in the SCP documents. Who knows what other uh, other goodies we're gonna find in here? Yup. Come back, come back next time, and we're probably going to read the light novel that's been sitting on my desk for two months. Oh yeah. yeah. Hello, we love you. I don't. Jizz.